Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to episode 140 of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders, aka Eagle Sessions, here with Hollywood Hearn. And this is the post game podcast for the Eagles and Bengals game. It, it's ridiculous. Uh, at this moment in time, we're, we're looking forward to some semblance of a championship or even a playoff contingent football team. We don't even see a winning football team on the field at this moment. I mean, loser party of 53, your fucking table is fucking ready. That's some fucking embarrassment, embarrassing football, man. And it, and it starts, I don't know, I don't know where it's, it starts with Doug, Doug Peterson. It also starts above. It's a fucking mess, dude. It's a fucking mess. And, we're trying to sit here and be analytical, but the obviously the fan in us is super upset. It kind of reminds you of the 2008 tie with the Cincinnati Bengals. At the time, McDonald McNabb was quarterback. Didn't know that we could uh, tie at that moment. But um, a, a tie feels like an L to me, dude. A tie feels like an L. When you have the Washington football team and you have the Cincinnati Bengals in here, these are bottom barrel teams. You can't even you can't even beat these guys, man. This says it says a lot about the football team. It says a lot about the leadership. It says a lot about, um, you know, it's it. I asked for a man in the mirror moment, a man in the mirror moment for Carson Wentz. He, he showed us a little bit of something a little too late, man. A little too late. A hundred million dollar quarterback, and 
We're seeing mistakes left and right. I don't know what is going on in Carson Wentz's head. Uh, it is ridiculous. Evan, how are you doing, my friend? Bro, this is just like I, I don't even know how to wrap my head around this shit, man. Like the Eagles, I what the hell is going on, dude? Like the the co- complete regression of Carson Wentz. What we've seen so far this year is unlike anything I've ever seen before. Um, like we've seen what Carson is capable of in the past, and he does. He is so far from that at this point, uh, right now. That like I. I don't know how to get him back there. I don't even know what the first step is in the right direction. Um, Doug Peterson's play calling has continues to be the most vanilla bullshit offense I've seen. Um, JP was getting absolutely demolished all game long. This offensive line's trash. The quarterback is playing like trash. The defense is just god awful. And I look at Joe Burrow, a kid who. I was saying before the podcast or before the game how he lo- he shows me flashes of 2016 Wentz. And honestly, dude, he was the way better quarterback in the game. Uh, the Bengals are a trash team. The Washington no-name football team is a trash team. And we have to come to reality that we are a trash team. We fight and claw with these teams. And th- these are teams that you're supposed to beat and beat easily. And we can't. We can't get out of our own way. Um, just the the turnovers, man. The turnovers every single week. It's insane. And, like, I completely understand everybody that is calling for heads right now. I understand you're calling for Doug's head. I understand people calling for Wentz's head, Schwartz's head, Howie's head, everybody. And it's all warranted right now because, quite frankly, this is uh, this is unacceptable. Uh, look at it. Look at it. Prime's face, man. Uh, that, that that looks like a uh, a face of uh, a disheartened face, man. How you doing over there? Not good at all, man. I'm just so tired, fucking frustrated. I'm. I, I don't even know what the, what the fuck to say anymore, man. I I went ahead and I rushed my baseball team to fucking come home to this bullshit, mm-hmm. to this fucking bullshit, man. This is fucking ridiculous, man. It's frustrating. I guess I'm really even more and more pissed off because of like I sit here and I'm looking at all this fucking work I did for this fucking season for nothing. Oh, two and one. What the fuck kind of record is that? We used to fucking clown other teams that had records like that. Now we're the ones getting clowned. Yeah, and we're and we're about to go through an even tougher part of the schedule. And uh, you know we we can't handle the Bengals. Washington, and we're we're gonna. <laughs> you feel confident against the Steelers or against the Forty ers or like, dude? I, I mean, I I think like if Doug Peterson doesn't do anything, ASAP. I'm talking like you, you need to. I need to Carson Fires? man man in the mirror moment. Doug need, needs a man in the mirror moment. Like if you don't you you can't see that the fucking sh- the roof is falling off the the hinges are falling off. Uh, your left tackle uh, made it to the third game in the season we're shuffling players in and out there is problems right now with this football team and if they don't get it fixed right and if they don't look at the leaders in the locker room they should i, I think i think on, on monday there should be a, a players only meeting this early in the season like the, the leaders in this locker room need to step up and look at each other and like yo what is going on here like i i did see some like you know we've been questioning like moments where Ertz 
you know, had some issues in the beginning of the season. But when you see, you know, he Ertz looked like he was trying to win a football game at the end of the game. Ertz played well. You no, know, dude, Ertz, Ertz had some good plays, man. One-handed catches, you, you name it. I think, again, we're dealing with injuries. And, and this feels like it's the Philadelphia Eagle way, but it, it's – at the end of the day, it's embarrassing. Mark- that, there's only a handful of players on this team that are playing hungry. I mean, it's it's evident out there. Everybody just not bringing any energy at all. I, I, I don't get – like, we, we talked about how, like, there's a lack of a leader in this locker room. There's no leader. And that's why I'm not confident that this is going to get turned around. We could talk about, you know, this is what needs to happen, this is what needs to- – it's not going to happen. And the Eagles, we have, like, in reality, this this is we're, – we're looking at a top 10 pick this year. Like that's our reality is that we're, we're like, I'm already looking at, I'm not, I'm not eyeing up the draft right now, but what I'm saying is that is come January, our reality. Now it's ambition is here. Um, well, first of all, shout out to all the uh, fans that are in the chat and joining this podcast as well. Um, so those who are listening to the podcast, uh, we are going to uh, interact with the fans on here, but uh, it's ambition is here says, why would you not go for the 64 yard field goal? We saw, we saw we saw the same kicker come up with a huge kick to kind of write the you know write the season against the Giants. A couple more yards. First of all, prior I don't know what the hell, bro. Like, make a fucking play. All we're we're telling you not to go offsides. Give us a chance. I mean, do we just go for the kick? I don't like. Yeah, I mean, you look at it with like 19 seconds left. Um, he misses that. They got great field position, and it could show their complete lack of confidence in in Jim Schwartz's defense. I mean, they. You look at T. Higgins, who was a guy. Um, I, I talked about like the Eagles look at maybe they could get him in the second round. That you know, obviously, didn't end up happening. Um, dude, we're just we're, we're it's so it's so poetic how we end up getting beat by players that we should have had. You know what I mean? Not saying T. Higgins, but I'm saying the linebackers as well, Logan Wilson, and it, it's bad, man. This this isn't fixable. Nate Gary looked like fucking shit. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad. I'm glad you came in here and said because I was. I was gonna make you. I was gonna put you on the spot and be like, I want you to say it with your own mouth. That's all right. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm. I'm a fool for fucking backing that piece of shit up. Uh, oh, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Oh my god. And then these. And then these fucking assholes want to celebrate after one fucking play. Stop mm. the fucking celebration. All right, keep the fucking momentum going. Win the fucking game. Then celebrate all the fuck you want. You guys want to fucking celebrate because you, you stopped two yards. Fucking now, 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 Paul's over overseas and he's this is broken me mentally. And it's only been three three weeks. I think as a fan base, you're kind of like, where do we go from here? You know, mm-hmm. now, obviously you're you're a beat reporter and you're not tied and you're not tied into the fandom of the Eagles. You know, it, you're doing your job. But as a fan, like, where do you go when your job is really to be a fan? So at the end of the day, it's like, do we look at the progression of players? Do we look at draft picks? Do we look at uh, what are we looking at here? I mean, if you look at the chat, it's it's either trade went, trade <laughs> trade for foals. Uh, we're not doing any of that because uh, if you trade went, you know how much money we're eating there. Or I mean, there's there's no. To right the ship, we have to get right within. If you, Lauren Hill said, if you ain't right within, I mean, how how you gonna get right with with the with what we've seen today? 
it, that, that's the thing, man. It's not going to get right. This is this season's just going to get longer. That's <laughs> all that's going to happen. I've lost. I, I've like, how do you have hope in this team right now? I'm like, I'm all for being a fan. Obviously, we're all Eagles fans. So the day we die, that's not even a question. The question is, how do you have hope for this season? How do you have hope that they're going to turn it around? What have they shown you this year that shows you that they have any fight in them at all? That they can that they can show up for a full quarter, full four quarters, one single time. I haven't seen it. I'm still yet to see it. We we've played two absolutely trash teams and we're winless still. I mean, there's no there's no consistency. There's no rhyme or reason to the offense. Uh, I feel like um, I think Doug is like drifting away from the run again against a, a team like, that is. You could beat them down with the run, and they were. They were gashing them. But my uh, initial tweet this week to speak into the existence of Eagle fans uh, seeing Doug Peterson commit to the run and the Eagles to get their first W of the season. It's like literally what I've been saying is like committing to the run doesn't mean you're running Miles Sanders. But when Miles Sanders is hot, right, Miles Sanders starts off with, what, three runs, and he's averaging like seven yards a carry. Like he's – he, his first three carries of the ball game, he he had almost thirty yards to keep, uh, thirty yards on the day um, already, and I'm like, all right, there you, you're showing that Miles Sanders can get yards. For them to go away from that, like I would have, like my game plan was not to, to make Carson Wentz a game manager, but my game plan was to make Carson Wentz a game manager, so he could get comfortable, rely on the run. Get heavy with the run and then play, play off with the play action. Because you saw, you know, with our linemen being injured, I mean, it, you could run the football, dude. You could run the football. They've been gashed in the last couple of weeks. Why not stick with the run, dude? I, I, well, I, where, where was JJ the entire game? Too? Man, fuck. I'm so tired of hearing that fucking clown's name, man. What, what, what was the news that I missed this morning? Sorry that my connection and everything, but what was going on with JJ? Uh, there was speculation that there was a straight-up trade for him and John Ross prior to the game. I would have traded JJ for just a holder. Right about <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to keep up with these got, uh, got our man Birdman in the uh, in the green room here. Shout-out to Birdman from uh, uh, the House. How you doing, man? Oh man, what do you mean? How? Oh, dude, where's my bat, bro? I need my bat. I'm about to knock some fools out right now, man. I'm tired of this shit. What is going on with our birds, man? Bro, dude. I, I think uh, I think uh, they have identity crisis, and I, I did. I, they don't know who they are, dude. Hey, and it makes ma- make matters worse. I gotta watch Nick Foles bust three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Isn't that shit poetic, man? It, as as we're getting our just getting stomped on by a team that has no business treating us the way they treated us today, that we're watching like, coinciding with Nick Foles taking over from Mitch Trubisky, marching down the field, and then like overcoming a huge deficit. Why are we trying to live relive the McNabb thirteen and thirteen curse with the Bengals, bro? So we give it ten extra points, twenty three, twenty three. That will. 13 to 13, 2008. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, oh, you can't let go of McNabb, man. What the hell? No, now, did, do you, if the Eagles lost, if they, uh, if they say they lost and they went for a kick and they lost, would you be more upset? 
that, like that was a lose lose situation because like the the tie doesn't feel any better than the loss yeah, at all. At the, at, at the same time, but I think they were they were the worried about. I think they were worried about the loss. Yeah, I think that if we would have missed that field goal, Randy Bullock has a foot just as well. You know, what I mean, you giving him the opportunity to go ahead and kick a field goal. So I think they were just—I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to come up with no excuses, but I could—that's the only reason why I see why they ended up doing what they did. Dude, Zach Taylor's Bengals was two and sixteen coming into this game. That's it. That's who we just tied right now. Yep. If you don't get it, we stop it. I guess that kid, the, that kid is a stud. You give that kid an O line, he is a stud. Oh, Bur- Burrow's going to be He's good, man. If you could give him, but that it's no excuse for like they're no, still a trash no. team in whole no, no, right they now. Are. They, they are. and that's uh, they have a trash secondary and all, and they made our like our our wide receiver core is just again another joke, uh, another year of I'm, being a joke. I mean, their their secondary is not that bad. Their defensive line, they're they're you know. I'm trying to them. You know, Mr. Geno Atkins, I think that's where you gash. That's where you take advantage of them right there. I think that's what you need to do. And they didn't. Uh, they did it at periods of time, and they, they went away from it. And Miles Sanders seems like one of the only guys to make a play. I mean, Zach Ertz made a play. Uh, I mean, Greg Ward did step up and make some plays, but it's like, how, how can you not? How can you not have guys step up? But then you have to look at the injuries. Again, we're dealing with Deshaun Jackson. What's the hamstring injury, dude? Like already, like it's it's like when you look at Harry Roseman and he's depending on older players to rely on. Uh, JP's hurt in the third game. Uh, Deshaun Jackson hurt in the third game. Jalen Rager out for indefinite until he gets healed. Uh, that could be like another three weeks. Uh, you have one of your what day three picks out there trying to make plays. He, he made a couple catches, but there's not there's not a lot to look forward for you know to uh, when you're thinking about this offense. Man, the, the comments make me are, are making me more depressed. I mean, super pissed to be an Eagles fan, terror in up in the Canada. She's scared, fearful, fearful, cowardly, ineptitude. In the I comments. We'd, we'd love for you, Eagle fans, to uh, give us some scenarios how we write the ship. Like if you were, if you were, if you were, if you were a GM, I mean, you were going to put your GM hat. How would you write the ship with this football team? Burn it down to the ground and then collect the insurance money. <laughs> how about how about these uh, season numbers so far for Carson Wentz? Fifty-eight percent completion uh, percentage. Got 512 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions, and uh, three fumbles. Did he have five? Yes, five picks now, doesn't he? Uh, he had he had two today. Uh, no, six picks, six picks, six picks. And he had seven picks last year. He had seven picks the year before that. Seven the year before that. Yeah. And 14 his rookie year. So. So I mean, he's on a pace. Yeah, no, that's not updated. That's my bad. Six so picks. Yep. He's on a pace to like break his rookie rookie record for interceptions. I don't. I don't know. For, this is for the half tie, guys. <laughs> I hope you got enough to share, man. This is this is for the fourth John, man. Salute Appreciate to you guys. Uh, I mean, shout out to Aaron, man. Like Aaron's always repping out on the West Coast. Uh, you know, it's been a long time. The last time I was with Aaron was. Doing, was when Wentz got hurt in L.A. Game. Hooked, it up, hooked it up with this nice mug before, man. I appreciate it. 
That's the Aaron. Uh, Aaron. That is. Is. This, this, is this is the homie. This is the homie. This is the homie. Louis Lou right here. When you guys come out on the West, we're making tacos for you guys, man. Damn. Oh, yeah. That's serious. Wow, dude. That's nice. God damn. Next time you guys come out, you know, we're going to do it big, 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 big. Man. That's what, that's what we need right now, some comfort food, man. <laughs> now, I feel, I'm, I'm feeling this. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Davis says, give, give Sanders at least 30 touches this game and do something at linebacker. I mean, if, you're gonna have to, if you have to take a, 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 wet, a veteran linebacker street, do it. Not bad. Like, I mean, if you look at our, our linebackers getting washed, Every game. Huh? Every game. Yeah. That's what I've been saying. Words? Can you get any worse? 28%. Again, man. Probably. I, I'm still I'm still putting most of the blame on in on the offense because they can't get anything going. You know what I mean? They can't get anything going, dude. They can't so get think. open. They can't get open. They, I mean, Miles Sanders is not not the not the answer to every single play. I mean, when the kid touches the ball, he, he does his thing. He makes moves. Then they go and give it to Byron Scott and Corey Clement, and they look pitiful. All they did was just – all their runs were just right back to the line of scrimmage. Ah, sad, man. Sad. Dude, look at their linebackers and see and see them making impactful plays in that game. But we've got a guy that we drafted in the second round on the, on the sideline. He, he played in two – like, it just – it doesn't make any sense why the Eagles drafted the way they have in recent years. Like if there's from the top to the bottom of this organization, there's people to blame. And uh, it's, it's just completely incompetent across the board. Now, Joey says our biggest problem are receivers, line linebackers and Jalen. Uh, Dylan says, yeah, pay a linebacker instead of paying three DTs, 10 mil. I mean, it, well, the, the price that you're paying, I mean, obviously, we got some sacks today. Uh, you know, they put up BG like, showed up eight sacks today, yeah, eight sacks, today? Eight, sacks. eight sacks. Um, Josh got you know, one, Derek got one, Fletch got one, I think, uh, Brandon Graham got two, yeah. You ready for some, y'all ready for some Sean Bradley <laughs> and Davion Taylor at this moment? I mean, what, 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 what could we lose at this point? Yeah. Another football game? Or we've been doing that already. So I asked this question again. Do you go get Clay this week? <laughs> you are what? No. Do you go? Do you go get Clay this week? Clay's not the answer. Clay, I understand. What is Matthews? Clay, what? What's Clay Matthews going to do? He's a linebacker, man. Guys, much <laughs> more productive than. Yeah, he would probably he would be a defensive end for us. Um, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure something out. I'm ready to go and play. It's the linebackers. We need linebackers. I mean, we need Will Parks back, like bad man. Yeah, we, I, we we could use Will Parks back. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like at this point in time, uh, a linebacker that could be uh, competent in space. You look at that play; it was like uh, a third down long, and you, Nate Gary is like out of position. And like, if he just plays the zone, maybe he gets the play. You saw down by the goal line. I don't know if he was supposed to be back there on his side. Uh, he, looked, he looked out of place. Um, I don't know. Is he is, is he talking about Jordan Matthews? Oh, okay. Clay Matthews. We we could really end up being the last team in the NFC East this year, bro. <laughs> Bradham and Kendrick. Yeah, Brad. 
Like if like do you really think that Bradham I mean I mean Bradham is better than what we have, but what are you paying? Like at this at this moment, what's what's the percentage of a oh two and one football team doing something right now? They look they look defeated. They look defeated. I mean, one of the things that we were talking about pregame, we were talking about uh the matchups and our our one of our one of our main matchups. Our key was, matchup. Well, our key matchup was Carson Wentz versus Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz versus Carson Wentz because we knew that he's got to play. He's got to play the best version of himself, and he's outsmarting himself every week. What do you uh, on here in the, in the chat? What do you think Carson Wentz' biggest issue right now is? Carson Wentz. And so, oh, is it, is, I'm saying, is it is a confidence thing? Is do you think he's thinking too much? What? I, th- I think that's a. I think it's his confidence thing. I think that he's in his own head. Uh, it's it's very similar to me to what we saw in Nelson Aguilar that season. He had all the drops. I think he he can't get out of his own head as far as mistakes, and uh, that's not a that's not how you can play as a quarterback in this league. Um, you have to be able to forget. And the thing is, is that he can't forget because every time he gets out there, he makes another mistake. Um. Dude, he has – I cannot believe that, like, the le- how far he has fallen as far as, like, his, his talent. It doesn't yeah. make any – it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the, like, Miles, I, the Miles Sanders throw, man, the when he was wide open. Wide open. Wide. To take the game. Like, yep. like we're just asking for touch here. And, and, and it's not, like – and it's not even, like, distance. Like, that was, that was an easy throw. And you, you remember, like Doug Peterson and Jimmy Kemsky ended up going at it after last week's game uh, in in the post game, and they're talking about. And he said to Jimmy Kemsky, like, you know, have you ever even played football? That saying how you don't know how hard it is to make that throw. I, I tell you what, man, if you're regarded as one of the elite players in this league, which you are not playing at all, like right now, but if you're a competent quarterback in this league, you you can nail a ten yard. Wheel out, man! Like Jesus Christ! Now, how do you uh, miss it? How do you miss these balls? Now, Rob says uh, from YouTube says Carson has no confidence, uh, way overthinking things. I think um, you're seeing like there's, when you see Carson Wentz start throwing his helmet, like Carson Wentz is starting to come out of his character. That's not he's done it a couple times before, but when you're talking about week three and you're talking about your leader. And the guy's throwing his helmet with the game. The game is in, in on the line, dude. Like he's got an opportunity, to, like get this game right. And he's uh his head. He's he's in a weird uh, headspace. Um, shout out to Philly's finest who joined us for the pre pre game. Uh, he's back for the post game for more Eagles Yo, talk. Man. Welcome to the show. What's up, fellas? What's up, dude? Now, Hurt. Uh, Carson Wentz. He's in his no, head. He's yell and probing. He's not a pocket passer. Would you guys agree? One more time. Uh, he's in his head. He's. I mean, he's not. He's, he's not. not. We he's see he's it. Not, yeah. We seen it today. I mean, he he was he was more accurate when he was outside of the pocket when he was scrambling, doing things on the run. That's that's what Carson's done. Even in 2017, when we want to go back to his you know MVP form, those were the biggest plays he had. Scrambling out of you know scrambling out of the pocket, making things up in his head, and then throwing things down the field. But even then. We were, you know, I was talking with friends of mine. He was still not accurate then. He was just throwing open to wide open guys who were, yep. you know, 50, 60 yards down the field and just letting it rip. 
So now that he's got guys and they're like, hey, this guy can throw down the field. And when he gets out of the pocket, he can make those, you know, Aaron Rodgers type miracle throws. They're dropping safeties and it's becoming harder for him to do it. And he's not accurate. So what is he going to do? He can't do anything. It comes down to fundamentals. Look, look at the fundamentals. Look at the footwork. Look at the ball handling. Carson's always had an issue with the ball handling, keeping the ball outside of his outside of his body. I mean, I, I, I don't know what else he can do. And he doesn't have, hey, hey, Doug, you listening? He doesn't have an OC or a good quarterbacks coach to guide him and motivate him and kick him in his ass when he needs it. I would, I would see. Facts, I, would, I would love for a coach to like as soon as Carson walks in the locker room, just slaps him across his face. <laughs> That's what he needs. In That's the what name, he needs. in the name of Jesus, like, but like, just like, I, I need you to wake up, Carson. Man, I, I really need you to wake up. And uh, like, he had a man. He came close at the very end, man. But you can't play an inconsistent four quarters of football. Well, and, let me ask you guys. How do you feel about that contract now? I mean, the, the contract, we can say that we hate it, but, I mean, that's the norm. I mean, I mean it's, it's, I'm not saying that it's not the norm. I, I get why the Eagles signed that contract. I'm saying looking forward, saying, looking for, for however – how many more years is he is he extended on this team? I think he's got – that was a five-year extension yeah, plus what he already not. had. So – like, are you confident going forward with Carson for the next five years? I mean, I'm seeing a regression right now that that's going to be a big issue. Okay, so I, I was talking to a friend of mine during during the game, during halftime, and we were, I was saying to him that I think it's it's the Hurts effect. I think it's this, it's this factor that he sees a guy that the Eagles went up and got in a second round, and he's sitting on the deck waiting to come in. And he's trying, he's in his head too much, and he's trying to do too many things. You've seen it every week. We see Carson trying to force the ball into slots, force the ball into, into position, force the ball into, into receivers that he knows damn well he should not be throwing to. I mean, the first pick he threw the day, come on. There's no way you make that throw. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. And then- where, where were you planning on going? There was a linebacker there. Did you not see, did you not go through your progressions and see the linebacker sitting in the middle of the field? He literally took two steps back and sat there and waited for you to throw the ball. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, and there, there was another play at the end of the game as well where Carlos Dunlap got his hands up and was able to swat the ball down. When he threw that ball, I was like, dude, Carlos Dunlap's hands have been up for like five minutes, bro. Like I, you, you literally threw it right into his arms. I don't, I don't get what you're, yeah. what you're trying to, th- what window you're trying to fit it in there. It's gonna, go, you're throwing it at a wall. I mean, the eye bang. I mean, the eye bang is a thing, of course. You, you see where he looks and he's gonna throw. Like if, if there's a lane and it, he feels like it's open. That that play to the linebacker that could have just that, that's the game could have been over there, um, you know. But I've I've been hey, heard I've been seeing a lot of this in in the chat. Hey, like McNabb, and I, I feel like McNabb hey, wasn't losing like this in this hey, part Gil, of the Get there. How is it that we dismantled the coaching after the Super Bowl, and the Patriots get to keep everybody, but we have to dismantle our whole entire team? I don't. I don't understand that. We barely I mean, won our Super Bowl, and we dismantled our whole coaching staff. That makes no sense to me, except for Jim Shorts, which is look. I mean, look how I mean, good. Some of, those, so some of those guys were getting opportunities, so it's not yeah. like you. You know, you're gonna hold right back from getting that opportunity with Colts. We're you know trying I mean? to win. We're trying to win multiple Super Bowls. 
Not just we're not satisfied. Yeah, but Reich is looking out for his own career as well. He wants but to that, be I a mean, head coach, that's, that's, not a coordinator. That's entire. the thing that does happen. Like your your team's gonna get cherry picked after you win Super Bowl. Uh, you just gotta hope that guys are hoping. Like McDaniel's is looking for an opportunity after Bill Belichick leaves. You know what I mean? So he's like, if he, he feels like he can get that opportunity. You know, if if Belichick didn't keep uh, Daniels from going to the Colts, we would have still had Frank Wright, maybe. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's weird how things work out. But um, okay, I don't know. Okay, that's the coaching. Now, why are you letting our players go? Why do you let Blunt go? Why do you, why do, you do that? I don't think Blunt fixes this team right now, though. Like I, I hear what you're saying, uh, but like as far as like like the, the, our problems are bigger than than letting players go after Super Bowl. It's like our our development of our players is the issue. Uh, we we draft horribly and we develop our players horribly. Our medical staff is horrible. No, I mean it, it, it all adds up to disaster. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. What drafting well? If you draft well, if you don't miss on Sidney Jones, you don't miss on Russell Douglas. You don't overpay for Darius Slay. You got to overpay when you bring in a free agent. I mean, if you if you hit on some D tackles in, in the draft, like you know, I was I was all for Jeffrey Simmons. When if, if you could have got a Jeffrey Simmons, you don't have to pay for a you know uh, a Javon Hargraves. You know, the, like the drafting has to get better. Has to get better. You know, it's imperative. You know, if you would have hit out on some some late round running backs, other than you know. We haven't hit out on a late run. Uh, you could say Corey Clement, undrafted free agent, but I'm t- I'm talking about you wouldn't have to use a second round draft capital on you know Miles Sanders. It's it's year after year after mistakes that we made not being able to draft a wide receiver, leaving a, a Metcalf on the board. <sighs> J. Jaw not even fucking available, man. I want to know what, what is going on. What was the conversation on the field? Did anybody anybody in the chat know? What the conversation was? What happened with uh, Jay Jaw? I really wonder if he's getting moved, man. <laughs> Who who's Jay Jaw exactly? <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw the video. It looked like he was uh, it looked like he had some words from Howie. Uh, I guess somebody posted the video online. It looked like he had some words for Howie, and then somebody else stepped in and kind of put like a hand on his chest and kind of like pushed him away from Howie. And then next thing you know, he was walking into the locker room, and Howie was walking off across the end zone. So, how does it happen? <laughs> This was in pregame warmups, so I mean, uh, you know, it's just you're just falling asleep, falling falling apart at the seams. I mean, everything is unraveling since you know since since 2017. I mean, I don't understand. I just don't get it. I, I like you said, I, I I blame the the drafting. I mean, Howie does not know how to draft. None of the if you look at the people that left the the scouting and recruiting front office, and they all left and went with Joe. They left and went to New York. So we had to go and get new guys to come and fill these slots. Who were they hired by? Howie Roseman, who is not a football analyst. He's not a person who knows X's and O's. He's not a person who can develop a team. So we still have Andy Weidel. So that's that's it. And I'm thinking that they're like, all right, well, that's remnants of of Joe Douglas. We still have Andy Weidel in the building. But, again, man, you have to really evaluate the talent. Um, you have to look forward to the draft. I mean, seeing JP barely get up and Deshaun Jackson. I, I saw a meme out there with Deshaun Jackson where they, they made him old, like super old. And I don't want to put it out there on the timeline because I was like, man, this is some. I don't want to put <laughs> hey, his mom. Would have 
Hey, Prime, what's up, man? I know you got to go to work to that warehouse with that that Washington fan, man. I, I think you're thinking about that a lot. Yeah, I still <laughs> I still owe him 20 bucks for last week's game because I bet him on that one. Yeah. Oh, damn. Man. It's, pretty, it's just bad, man. It's just bad in general. I I, I don't know this whole situation with JJ, but regardless if he leaves or not, what's it going to do for us? Nothing. Well, Oh, I'm so flustered right now, right now. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, looking in, looking in the chat. I mean, obviously, I've been seeing a lot of this. I've been a fan of Wentz since the beginning. I understood that he may have some difficulty in the transition from college to pro, the injury, the regaining of his confidence. But after today, uh, I'm done. A lot of play, a lot, a lot of fans right now at this moment are done with what they're seeing. Shoot. Should we go through some of the emails as well? If it's yeah. sent into uh, fourthandjohn at gmail.com. If you want to send over a video or write something out, let us know. First one's from Kevin Trump. No relation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that this dump of an organization allows this product to see the field week in and week out says a lot about how big our britches from the miracle run straight from the Disney Channel. GM gone, DC gone, assistants gone, QB gone, clean house now. That seems to be the general um, vibe of what's going on. P- people just want to watch this organization burn right now. Um, I-, I mean, people want blood, and I get it. I totally get it. This-, this team is playing like complete trash, and there needs to be big changes made. This isn't like a, you know, li- like we've been talking about. This isn't a J-Jaw problem away from being fixed we have so many holes on this team we're sinking fast yeah yeah maybe maybe maybe, uh john who's waiting in the green room can tell us how we fix philadelphia eagles welcome to the stream john what's up fellas what's up man i hear what you got the same i tend to disagree the whole sentiment i think this team has talent and uh, a lot of the talent is actually injured um you know we're, we're losing three we lost three linemen you know, we have a receiver who opted out, opted out, you know, you know, defense. You know, uh, we'll get better as the season goes on. I mean, obviously, we have a lack of talent at linebacker, but uh, I, I don't support us doing anything drastic. Now, do you, but do you sense, like, when, when you have, like, missing pieces and you have, like, uh, some minor questions at the table where it's either play calling or some of the leaders in the locker room not stepping up and making plays, who, who do you put the blame on? Like, I feel like you are well, dealing with. I, it. Think yes, I feel like how I think that's two different things. I think it's two different things. One, you evaluate how you have enough talent. The other is coaching. I think there's a serious problem with coaching. Oh yeah, um, that's what has I mean, been off. In this game, he had a chance to like you know have a redemption game as far as his play calling. But like Wentz is out of it. like how do you play? How do you call plays for Wentz right now? You can't. He has no confidence. He's zero on receivers. All the linebackers and cornerbacks and safeties know where he's throwing. We have a lot of young receivers who can't get open. You're not playing a run enough to set up the play action pass. Exactly. So you know you want to drop back, but you have less tackle who's like he's like chicken. T- he's like chicken over there. You know, it's like barbecue chicken on on the left side. Like you know, so you got to worry about those things. But big ups to like Nate Herbert and uh, Matt Priority. I think they held up really well guard. You know, as far as like you know, young guys coming in like next man up, I think they did well. Uh, you know, I think I, the one thing I want to do is keep moving forward with Miles Sanders 
and make it, uh, you know, have the game plan revolve around his skill set and then Absolutely. go off and play action. If you have to bring in another tackle just to, you know, sure, because we're, we're, we're missing some targets on the outside. Obviously, a hamstring, I don't think that's going to be a one-week injury. That's That could be a potential no. injury. Dougie needs a man. No, Dougie needs a man up. Sit hurt. If you if you can't block, we bring in Dick Rod. Get Dick Rod and Goddard. Let's go 12, and we're going to go, and go spread out wide. We're going to run the ball. Urch, if you want if you want in on this, you got to block. You know, come back, you know, on 11 personnel, 13, whatever. You know, even 12 went on a passing route. Let's throw it along. Bring him in. You know, Urch, you know, Urch, I, I think uh, Evan said Urch played a great game. I think he played an average game for his talent and his, his paycheck. You know, but uh, I mean, it's what that's what should be expected. Fair. I think the greatest thing that I saw today, like, like, like Prime has said a couple times, we have a CB one. I mean, it wasn't like shutdown, lockdown, but you have you have a corner can go out there and you know, Adrian's AJ, AJ Green's a little old, but you know, he was pretty good. I think he was pretty good. Slay is Slay is definitely an upgrade, but you know, hey, if, if you guys think we should like, hey. Like, you know, burn it down and, you know, go for the insurance money. Hey, you know, I, I think we have enough calendars. I think we're underestimating, I think we're underestimating how many uh, injuries we have. But, I mean, you you have to, at the end of the day, start holding people accountable for mistakes because we're, we're talking about putting on your GM cap and if you're Jeff – or in, if the owner cap and you're Jeffrey Lurie, what kind, what kind of conversations are you having with Doug? And what kind of kind of conversation are you having with Howie? I think one thing that was actually a good move by Howie this offseason that was kind of like unforeseen as to what was going to happen was the whole Marquise Goodwin trade. I think Marquise Goodwin, if he was in this offense right now, that he would be helping out a ton. And, uh, you know, obviously the Eagles can't predict that he's going to end up opting out for the season. So I think they were, their head was in the right space there. He fits the offense with the speed. But like that, I think we're really starting to feel like that loss here. Like that was a guy we were anticipating during the offseason going into the season with. And it's being felt right now because we have to lean on rookie wide receivers. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think it's being felt across the board. I mean, because we're we're feeling it at every position. Mm-hmm. I mean, every position we have some serious injuries going on. I mean, look across the board of offensive line from day one. We lose two guys on the jump. And then you gotta bring in, you know. Jason Peters, the bodyguard, to, to kind of fight a, be a Band-Aid and fill something, I mean, which he's not going to do. You, yep. you can't tell me who's behind any of our linebackers. I mean, from the from the minute we started this thing, we, we've been injury we've been injury prone. So, I mean, it's it's, it's not going to look good going forward. Yep. Yeah. And, to not, and to not go into this season with any depth, you know what I mean? It, knowing that those injuries are going to exist and to go in as thin as we are at all these positions, like – yeah, and I think, I think somebody said it earlier when they were talking about, you know, how he likes to bring in, you know, these veteran guys, but these veteran guys come with, a, a you know, a litany of, of injuries. Yep. I mean, so what are you going to do if you're going to bring in veteran guys? And I have nothing against that, bringing in the leadership. That's what Doug likes to have. He likes to have a, you know, he's a player coach. He likes to have players that run the team. I'm cool with that. But at the same time, let's get some guys in here who haven't been sitting on the sidelines with, you know, a, a leg brace or a set of crutchers for the last two or three seasons. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, you bring in DJX and everybody's like, oh, DJX is going to be great. He's out right now with a hamstring. And the last time he had a hamstring on our team, if we remember correctly, he was out six games. Like, it doesn't look good. It doesn't. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see how we can, you know, how what we're – 
what we're going to be looking at. Now, there's some positives. There's there's Miles Sanders. You got the positive in that. Sure. You know, like you were just saying, El, you know, let's let's build this offense around him. I mean, if, if that's the case, let's let's make it work. But once again, that means that we have to entrust that Howie is going to bring in the correct personnel to get it done. Yeah. Now, are we are we talking about uh, bringing in Cody Glenn at this point? Perhaps, like, yeah. if, if you're gonna have to, like, after, after watching Peters get abused today, I don't know how you don't consider that, bro. Like, there there are some plays out there. I mean, if you, you can't throw my lotta the out there, dude. You can't stick my lotta out there for the rest of the season. Milata's not ready. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not. When when is he ever going to? Milata's not. <laughs> <in it>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's not. I heard a report. I heard a report at the start of training camp that he he had after after being with this organization for the last couple of years that he had just realized what his position was as far as what he needed to be doing on each play within the playbook. And I was just I was just astounded. I, I mean, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. Yeah, just abused, abused. Like I mean, what, what what do you say to that? I mean, he's getting look, looking all all game long, man. And I mean, like I get it. I mean, you know, he's in what his seventeenth year. You know, he's thirty eight. I mean, come on. Like I, I mean, I, I but now, like, think about how that whole stink that he made about I want more money to play left tackle. How silly that looks right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. You absolutely. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Absolutely. You're trying. You're trying to milk this dry, and this is what you're gonna give us, man. Jesus Christ. That. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all really gonna go ahead and go pay this man more money? Just, like, yeah. What? What to get a fancier knee brace or something? Like, yeah. I mean, well, well, it's all incentive based. So obviously, they. I think they, you know, covered their tracks. But you know, like that's that's where it is. Like we're we're on, we're living on a prayer halfway there. With old lineman, you know, you, you I mean, like you can't you can't say enough about a guy like Brandon Brooks. If we had a Brandon Brooks in there, yeah, solidify the interior. Like, if you're going to talk about Carson Wentz in the pocket, him stepping up and feeling confident, uh, his throws, his mechanics, and stuff like that. If it, if that, that's one thing. Like having a Brandon Brooks, that would probably solidify that. But again, making that much money, I'm not making excuses for Carson Wentz when you have to step up and make. A throw in the pocket. Those are big boy throws. When you get when you get the money, man, you got to make those throws. There's no excuses. Now, the the one thing I want to talk about, right? But Matt Burke, we're talking about like going. We're talking about when trying to win the game, right? At the end of the game, right? Yep. If you're Carson Wentz, right? You see they bring in Jalen Hurts off the sideline. What? Well, like, we're, we're trying to win the ball game. You think if you took Aaron Rodgers off of football? field you took a, a, a brett Favre off the field Not you took tom account. brady off the field to put another quarterback in to, for some trickery how would you feel like what would that make you feel and that's what i was saying earlier yeah. is, is is it's the hurts effect it's 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 that mindset that like you just said he's coming in off the field when you know wince is actually producing something he's giving you something and you take him out to do a little trick play that you probably maybe run three, four, five times at practice and training camp. And how is he going to, like you said, how is he sitting on the sidelines feeling? He's like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm the $100 million man, and I'm Take sitting on the sidelines for a second-round pick? Like, I'm telling you, How snake-bitten did you guys feel when Hurts uh, put that ball on the ground? Uh, I was like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> like, we cannot catch a freaking break. Those, yeah, and, and the same people that wanted Hurts. 
probably would have went back and said, "Hell no, I won't go back." Yeah, they yeah. they all took a big gulp. Yeah, yeah, it was no, it was, uh, it was done from there. No, but it t- it totally happens when. Her. Having Hurts being thrown in that game completely throws Wentz out of a rhythm, and it's been so tough for Wentz to find a rhythm in the first place. You know what I mean? He's he's only gotten going a, f- a handful of times so far this season, and so when he gets in that rhythm, don't throw don't throw Hurts in there, yeah. man. You're just you're throwing up the, throwing off the whole vibe. Yeah, they're picking the wrong times to do these trick plays, and, yeah. that's, and that kills his confidence. Well, that's like John was just saying in the beginning. It's a, it goes back to the coaching, man. It's coaching, coaching, coaching. I mean, this is what it is. Now, uh, tight seven three two from Twitter. He, he makes a comment that I've been I've, I've been hearing a lot. He says, "Hit the reset button." You're an old, talentless team, and you know there, there's a part where I, I do see the old part, but I do see a talented squad, and the, the tight ends are talented. I feel like you know you have some young. If Rager comes back healthy, I think some of the linemen on the back end we're getting to see some some guys actually held up the last two weeks. Herbig. Um, has been a nice little surprise. I mean, Driscoll came in first game and, and was a surprise. But I'm think I'm talking about like who's the if you're you have an orchestra right and he he's con, he's uh, the, the conductor is conducting the orchestra and you might have guys that or musicians that are out of tune. You got to find the, the players that are out of tune and get them out of there or make sure that they're all on the same page making beautiful music. If 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 you can't find a way to make them work, then it's on the coach. So I, I feel like yeah. – I, I, I agree with you, Gail. It's definitely on the coaches. And, John, I agree with you too. Like, I really want to build off of that confidence that you got. We have the talent. Yes, our injuries is what's killing us. But regardless, we still have the talent. Next man mentality should have been our thing going into this year. These guys should have been stepping up. I mean, I'm looking at some of these plays, and these guys can't break away from these cornerbacks for shit. Now, you're right. If they would stick with these play-action plays and build that confidence where they're going to bring that defense in, worrying about the run, and then you get them on a, a, a stupid play and send it out to a receiver, but we can't even do that because we go in there with a fucking game plan, and then we get away with it eventually. Like, it just fucking sucks. Well, it's, wait, wait. it's that there domino effect, plan? man. That's the shit that pisses me off. It's there that domino effect, plan? man. I didn't, I didn't it's see the, a game plan. Yeah, it's it's a domino effect. I mean, Doug wants to Doug wants to do more play action with Carson. He likes to get him out of the pocket, but he can't. It's a trickle effect. You don't have blocker on the on the offensive line, so you can't run the ball the way you want to run the ball. So when you want to run the ball down the throat on first down, you can't get the two, three, four, five yards. You're you're getting one and two and three yards. So now you're putting your your, your play action automatically. Now your play action is not working because the team already the defense already knows that you're going to have to pass because it's second and nine. Yeah. Like, so, so how do you respond when you don't, we don't have protection? Drop back and, and do a draw. If they're rushing or end, you give it to Miles Sanders after you fake, you fake, you do a three-step back, you look up, and then like the ends are rushing, you give it to Miles Sanders and let them, let them go for some holes. I mean, but then like, they rush so fast, they have to cover Miles Sanders. I mean, when you're at this point, this is where the, like the, you're going to have to come up and be creative with the place. This is the only way we're going to get better. And if, if Peterson is still struggling, that, that offense looked terrible. It looked like yeah. it had no rhyme or reason. Um, and it, it didn't, it wasn't working. Facebook has a comment here. He says, Taysom Hill and Breeze, they figure it out. Dick and McNabb figure it out. Maybe in Dakota, they're Charmin Soft. I mean, but from, from, this, from, from this quote here, you know, Taysom Hill is about to take over that. 
quarterback position. Yeah. Vic took over that quarterback position for McNabb. That's why it's weird. They're having like having having Jalen Hurts here. Yeah, sitting weird. in the batter's box, man. It, it's it's weird. And I again, I, I like when you know back with the 49ers and Steve Young and, and Joe Montana. They brought in Steve Young. They were mixing and matching Steve Young and Joe Walsh. I mean, uh, Walsh was mixing and matching with Steve Young and Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like he brought him in to light a fire under Montana. You know, like I don't, I don't, I don't feel anything wrong with lighting a fire under Wentz. But then you're like, well, if your confidence is going to break, I, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Hill, Hill is a matchup problem, and Sean Payton knows how to exploit that. Hurts exactly. could be a – he's a rookie, though. We, we, can't, I can't, we can't have a conversation about Hill and Hurts because one's a rookie, one's a veteran. And then, the you know, the Peyton and Hill they have a few years together to try to work it out. Now, potentially, Peterson can, you know, understand how to use Hurts as a matchup problem and exploit the defense. But I, I don't think we should expect that this year. I do no. think that they, with the way Wentz is playing, I think that they need to, they need to give Hurts the whole series. Like if, if, you know, you guys are saying like, you know, you know, it's the Hertz effect. That's no excuse for me. It's, it's no excuse. One is, is you're not, you, you haven't shown me rhythm. You guys are saying like, oh, it's throws off of the rhythm. I'm like, well, wh- when did he, well, what about, when did he have rhythm? I, I, don't, I don't understand. He's throwing balls long, he's throwing balls short, he's throwing interceptions. He's, he got lucky in the first half because he should have been sacked several times. He spun out of him. He's not throwing the ball away when he should for the first half, there was nothing that said to me that Carson Wentz is a is a productive, the productive NFL quarterback. The only improvement he had there weren't any. Uh, what do you think? When he dropped turnovers, he didn't turn the ball over. That's the only thing. Yeah. I think they over overselling Wentz. He's not that strong of a personality. You know, he's been coddled by backup quarterbacks in the past. He didn't have to lead the locker room because you had Peterson and you have Malcolm Jenkins. Now you get rid of. Malcolm Jenkins, Peter, uh, Jason Peters has been like he didn't, he wasn't here this summer, and he's like, "Wentz, now's your time to shine." They should have known. You got to read your players. He's not yeah. the man. He could be a player, but he's not the man. So you got to find some leadership to supplement Wentz, and then you have you have to make a decision and support that. You, if you try to like get the the leadership out of Wentz that he doesn't have, you continue to have problems. And I think this is a weird point in the season where. As an organization, they're like, all right, well, we're going to continue to see what Wentz has. We're going to keep on putting him out there. And we, we paid him to be the man. So you have to play this out. And that's the part where the organization, the front office, has to look at Lurie and be like, if they, if, they, if they backpedal off of any of those moves, they all look bad. So it's like their jobs are on the line. So they're, they're all trying to protect themselves. So they're 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 gonna they're gonna keep up the same old script. So it's like, you know, at this point in time, now if if you guys, you know, who's more on the hot seat, Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, or Harry Roseman? For me, it's 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 honestly Carson, man. I think Carson. You you look at just the fact that he's already got a guy that they drafted the second round behind him. There's no guy that is waiting in the wing for either Doug or Howie, you know what I mean? Carson's already got a guy that's looking over his shoulder and his confidence is not there and he's playing like garbage. And um, I, I think that he, out of all, out of those three, he's in the hot, he's got the hottest seat underneath him. 
Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, Howie, right now, we're all upset at Howie because he just doesn't know how to draft. Other than that, <laughs> what other reason can we really be mad at him? Carson making stupid plays, playing scared. And then Doug Peterson is just like, I don't know, is it me? But I feel like we're seeing the same plays all game long. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I mean, I'm not a professional, but I could pick up on like, it's like you already know, like, oh, shit, he's about to run this play, and it's mm-hmm. not going to work. And long and behold, it doesn't work, and it's like you got to sit there and deal with it. Like, oh, what? Oh. That's how it, we go all game. And not for nothing, I think uh, one thing that hasn't been talked about at all, we totally got away with one, too. The Boston Scott fumbled that ball, bro. How yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was a fumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. That was a fumble. It got blown it dead, but they, they blew that whistle okay. way too early, dude. That was a fumble. But yes, it could have went. More progress. More progress. Yeah, I know. I get it. So, 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 look at this. Look at this. This is this one crossed my mind while I was watching the game. I mean, just imagine, imagine if the Eagles are catching serious elves. If, and you and you, if the Eagles were in position to draft, no. would no, you no. say no? So, no, we do. Yeah. Right, so we got a hundred million dollar quarterback. Yeah. We drafted a quarterback last year in the I'm, second I'm, round, I'm, and then I'm, we're going to use I'm, our first round pick to draft Trevor Lawrence. What sense does that make? I'm not going after Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tanking for Goldilocks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not no, I'm saying after if if, the, if they had caught a series of L's where they're in a position to like draft Lawrence. Would you say no? That's the question. No. Yeah, no. no. I mean, you got no. you got to you know if if we're if we're if we're that point and we're that far in to where we're you know we're sitting at the bye week and we're zero and eight. Oh my goodness! I mean, it's a real QB factor. It, 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 yeah, I mean, if that's that, the case. Man. Well, if that's the case, I mean, you know, I had this conversation with a friend. If that's the case, you know, you're coming back from the bye and you're probably looking at Jalen starting at some point in time, if not already. So you're going to bank on is he the oh. future? It's so well, funny that we t- we talk about the how they were a QB factory coming out of this offseason. That's what they say. <laughs> and you know what's another funny thing from the offseason to think back? And the, we got so fired up as a fan base over Carson Wentz being excluded from the NFL Top 100. Is he even in the NFL Top 300 right now? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> See, I mean, the whole QB, because there's been so many, there's been, there's so, there's been so many signs of things that have been going wrong in the last couple of months like the whole qb factory you know the, the draft first drafting him and then saying qb factory and then all, like that's, that, that, that reeks of dream team yo yo none of that none of that sat well with me at all and, and i remember at the time i was like bro like what are you doing man like you you're, you're actually seeing i mean when you, you know, the thing that bothers me the most is when you see pick, picks in the second round and third round actually putting in work i mean look 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 at a Logan Wilson, a linebacker who is uh, we were kind of looking at in the third round. Uh, look at uh, uh, I mean T. Higgins out there. He, he was he was showing out today. You know another guy, and then look at uh, Justin Jefferson also had a great day. Obviously Rager's hurt. Rager's hurt, um, and he's already, he's already flashed. But it, it's just like when you see productive draft picks all around the league, um, that's what angers me because that's the only way we get better. Is young draft talent, rookies, second year players that are are, are giving something to this football team. Because you, I get, I get players. more, I get more and more pissed off seeing DJ Metcalf doing his shit, doing three receptions for eighty one yards. 
and we end up with JJ. That ain't yo. That that really. I I don't I don't know I don't know if it's me or if it's if if, if it's just me. Do you do you guys physically are you guys physically not well after watching that football game? Nice. I'm I'm in a bad place, bro. Yeah, I'm very bad place. We got 13 more weeks, bro. I can see this. <laughs> I can see if we had like three, four more weeks. We got 13 more weeks of this shit. I gotta deal with this shit for 13 more weeks. I Traffic. got asked, I got asked last night if we go 0 and 6. I gotta shut this cave down for the rest of the year. Uh see, I, I guess because we're we're a different kind of breeding here, because I think we we attract the uh, the crazy fans in here because because that's what we are, right? At the end of the oh, day, at the end of the day, we are crazy fans. And, and yeah. You, you kind of like try to like, all right, how do I move on this week? How do I got? Prime's thinking, how do I got to you know dance around this old? Yeah, I think work? I need to move something around here because something. people are gonna be talking shit to you at work. You know, <laughs> I, I'm like, I already took I already took Monday off. <laughs> I was like, let me just take Monday off. I got some days off. Like, I just need to get in the right frame of mind. <laughs> to um, think about this football, it's not a good space. I'm, I'm really like, right. it's like, it's like you're disappointed. You're like, what, what is this? Like, I don't. Are you guys even family anymore? Like, if you went to a football game and your family's out there playing, like, I don't feel any connection to this football team at this moment. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, I took I, all the footballs out of my room. Yeah, I'm done. I mean, dude, I got, I got friends uh, that are fans of all different NFL teams and just like not being able to even, you can't clap back at all. When your team's playing the way that you're playing, you have, you have to sit there and take that shit on the chin. And like, you know, I'm just, they're just blowing up my phone, no. just, you know, try, trying to make me, you know, rub it in, put salt in the wound. I'm just like, yeah, dude, we got a shit team. I don't know what else to say. It is what it is. I gotta stay quiet, man. I haven't stayed yeah. this quiet in the first three weeks. In a yeah, long you, you have to stay quiet. You gotta be humble. You know? Yep. You can't talk to this period. We we got a whole humble pie, man. Not just a piece. Yeah. You know, I I literally I listen before our second game today because I had a doubleheader before our second game in the huddle before the game. <laughs> I said we gotta go in there and we gotta ten run rule these guys so I could get home or get in the car to at least catch kickoff. My guys did their thing. We ended up winning 13 to 3. <laughs> for what? I'm doing like 80 trying to get home for this shit. Shit's sad, man. Now, now, Cody says from Facebook, he says, I don't think we have the same coach next season if we continue this brand of football. Do you guys agree or disagree? If we it's continue, tough. Tough. if we continue at this trend, totally possible. Yeah, I mean, what are we what are we looking at? There's a there's a difference. I mean, like, what are we what are we looking at as far as a record? If he goes zero and eight into the bye week, uh, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. inexcusable. It's an inexcusable. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, final jet from uh, YouTube chimes and he says we got the 49ers, Steelers, and the Ravens coming up. High chance of a zero five and one happening. It's sad. Hi. Dude, yes. Dude, Hi. <laughs> we, we we scratched and clawed against the Bengals, man. Yeah. Against, against, where... against Washington, we we gave up uh, twenty seven unanswered points. Yeah. What 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 about this team shows you that they're gonna even compete with any three of those teams? And I, yeah. I, I know three points. Dealing with injuries. That's the only thing that I can even say. I, dude, I'm a, I'm in a place with this play call and the way that. Carson's just missing open throws. Like, even if these guys are back on the field, if Carson Wentz can't be accurate, what does it matter who's on the field? If you get, if you have a wide receiver that's open and he misses the ball 10 yards above his head, 
Is that, is that you know, it, it doesn't matter if Odell Beckham's out. It doesn't matter. Now, uh, Stay Woke from uh, uh, Twitter says, Wentz needs to see a QB guru or something. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish John Gruden didn't have a uh, didn't have a football team to worry about. He could throw him in the QB room, man. No, that's that's the thing. I think that there's a mess in the offensive coordinator room. You know, you got Doug who's calling plays, and you have a bunch of, like, consultants. I think that, that this – too many cooks in the kitchen. Is that that's the biggest thing Howie can say. You say, like, all right, two of you got to go. If it's Marty Martinwag or Press Taylor, whoever it is, two of y'all got to go. We get an offensive coordinator, somebody who's one voice who can bounce things off of Peterson. If Peterson wants to play, you know, be like Andy Reid, be class happy, you got one voice that says, no, 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 we need to run the ball. Yeah. And speaking of voices, we got, what, 47 captains on this team, and none of them have a voice. <laughs> None. You know what I mean? Nobody that comes in there and commands the locker room. I didn't see my plan. Well, I, want, I do give Wentz one, one thing. So it does mean something. So in the later in the game, in the second half, when he started to run the ball and he wasn't like sliding, it, 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 it's refreshing to, to see. Even if you're not playing well, it means something to you that you're trying to go for first down, you're trying, you're trying to run out of bounds, you're trying to make plays. So that's the, that's the biggest thing about a player. It has to mean something to you, and then the time comes back. So the positive thing for me to take away from Wentz, it means something to him. Hopefully, you know, he get the thing, he think his head right. But listen, I think I think it's a chance to give Deuce Daly a bigger voice. Well, you know, yeah. who's got an idea over here? Ted. Ted has a big idea. He says, here's an idea. Get us a real GM. That stuff about working the cap is BS. Someone else can crunch crunch the cap. Uh <laughs> I've I've heard some some wild theories over the last couple of weeks, you know, because people just you know start spouting stuff off, and I, I just sit there and read it because it's my job to like drum up conversation and see what the fan base is talking about. Some someone someone someone's like Brian Baldinger. No, no, no. For, for a GM. No. I also I, I also I also saw Lewis Riddick for a GM position. Who was I like from? Lewis Riddick now? He comes from a great school, and he, and he was here. He was here under he was uh, Howie, so I I feel like a lot of people are because this is what people are talking about. They're, they're starting to look if the team's not giving you answers, right? Yeah. The fans start looking around like, all right, well, how do you know? How do we how do we write the ship ourselves? Like, because we, we're 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 sitting here oh two and one, we're trying to figure out figure it out, and it's 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 kind of difficult at this moment. Yeah, and another thing that hurts, I mean, um, Roman brings up. Andre Dillard and like in the mess of this entire season, obviously we're missing him. But th- let's not forget the fact that this is another year of development that he's missing as well. So he's going to come out next season, another year behind, and th- we're just going to hope we're going to throw him in front of Wentz and hope that he can perform. But wh- who the hell knows? They say he's taking mental reps. That's what's in your injury. Mental taking reps. Mental- I'm about to take a mental rep off the Ben Franklin. Yeah, that's a, that's a Zoom meeting. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so, I, it it's, so right now, if, if we're going to go around the room in, in the chat, uh, we're going to start off with uh, Tight73. Uh, his post, he says, Wentz is a problem. Um, is that the elephant in the room right now? Or is yep. it Doug is the problem? Nah, it's Wentz, man. If we're gonna... They're both a problem. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're yeah. both, they both deserve blame, but I'm more I'm more concerned about Wentz. I I, I, I would have to agree, definitely. I mean, because I, I, I we've seen we've seen Doug be able to adapt when Wentz went down in that Super Bowl run. I mean, he was able to adapt right. the offense around a quarterback. 
So, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't understand. Can you not get an offense to work around Wentz and what his skill set is and what he likes to do? I just, I don't understand. Like you said before, we're running the same vanilla stuff. Every, I mean, it doesn't even look like we're making any adapts or changes when we come out after halftime. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, well, why are you trying to run a screen pass when you know that they're looking for that? I mean, I, I, I just don't get it. It what? gets it gets blown up every time. Like, I wonder every what time. Our, I wonder what our tell is on offense because that like we get sniffed Wait, out yeah, immediately. Yeah. yeah, it's his eyes. Yeah, it's two eyes. <laughs> when he's looking at when he's looking at Miles Sanders in the backfield and he's like basically with his eyes saying, "You ready? You ready? I'm gonna yeah. throw it right to you. You yeah. ready? Come I mean, on. Like, we we've been talking about the eye bang for. Multiple yeah. episodes for multiple years. Carson Wentz, the eye bang has been an issue for a long time. He'll look in a direction because, and then if you, if you think about it, the defensive uh, players in the NFL they share tips. They're like, yo, what is what does Wentz do? He I, he eye bangs his receivers and the look to, look to where he's throwing. Probably you talk about Darby. He probably was giving off tips to some of his players. Like, yeah, this is what he does in practice, and they, they there he goes. They picked him off uh, in in the first game. But look at this comment right here. Patrick Lawson from YouTube says, Josh McCown for OC. Didn't they offer him the position? Yeah. He decided he wanted to go ahead and be a quarterback. It's, yeah. it's interesting. I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I, Some, I something with this structure has to change. I mean, I, 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 I'm getting – I'm starting to get that same – Chip Kelly's taking over as GM we need, sense right we now. We need a new voice in the room. We need someone to come in here and rejuvenate and be like, hey, listen, you guys are doing this same bullshit and expecting a different result every week. We ha- How about this? How about we try this? We need someone new to come in. And- I know who should be going crazy. Jaws, Jaws is GM. Look at Carmen from the top rope. Jaws is <laughs> GM. Old school here. Uh, Roman says both. He says uh, Paul says Doug and Howie. Jeremy says Doug and Wentz. A lot of both big time. Doug's decisions at the end of the game showed us the ultimate weakness. Ultimate. That, that, ultimate. I don't know, man. Uh, I, the, the tie, man. I don't know if it's an OCD thing and just seeing like a one at the end. That shit fucks me up. Ultimate. I mean, how do you how do you what, take – I mean – you just basically get you get the penalty, and yeah, you're deflated by the penalty. But I mean, you, you're still in a chance to be able to kick a field goal. I mean, it would have been what a like 63 yarder. I mean, or yeah, isn't that the longest one in NFL history? Like, no, I totally agree with you. You take the shot. I mean, yeah, you take the shot. You know, I mean, what? And, and I was watching his press conference before I jumped on, and he was saying that he didn't want to. You know, he he would he didn't want to give them the opportunity to, if we missed, have the ball at that position. Yeah. But I'm like, well, then you're playing to be scared, which goes against everything that you've been telling all of this Eagles nation since you've gotten here, that you're going to be aggressive. You're going to put the, you know, you're going to, you're going to put the team on your back and do things in an aggressive nature. And then you decide to bow out and kick a punt like a punk. Now on this play here, uh, I mean, Todd, you mentioned Wentz showed some heart here. Was it? A, it was a little too late. Yep. A little too late. I mean, he helped my fantasy. Like, <laughs> when Wentz had no, like he, I remember one drive where he really found rhythm. There was that run, but other than that, like that that was the only existence of Wentz playing well in that entire game. So that complete inconsistency, like it, you you need more of that. That's great that he made a good play and dove for the end. Like that's awesome. But you know what? I need it for 60 minutes. 
And for me, I was like, I, like that's the no fear wins I'm looking at. Like the game is up because if you look at that play at the goal line where they they kind of like they uh, they struggled, they, they they kicked three. There was an opportunity for him to run there, and he didn't. Like this is like he was like balls to the wall. I'm going for it. Game is on the line. I need to see more no fear wins, and I, I don't I don't need the you know deer in the headlight wins. I don't need the I'm uh, not confident because Jalen Hurts is on the sidelines. And the one thing that I keep going back to, like everyone keeps telling me, and all the stuff I've been reading about Jalen Hurts and, and all the what the players say about Jalen Hurts, he's he's one of the most well liked guys on the football team he's played on. He's a coach's kid, and a lot of lot of players, I don't know, they they, they gravitate to uh, Jalen Hurts. I don't know if that that is going to be an issue. You know, he 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 was he was, uh, thro- he was thrown with Deshaun Jackson. You know, game report. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like you know, I don't know Carson Wentz. We obviously don't know Carson Wentz personally. We know the stories that we've heard. Uh, the Joe Santaluquito article about you know Carson Wentz. Um, I wonder if Carson misses ducks as far high as he does footballs, man. <laughs> when he's out there hunting, I wonder if his aim is just that bad across the board. <laughs> I'm at the point where. Someone, someone reached out to like, yeah, I know you're a crazy Eagle fan. I, you want Wentz's address? I was like, nah, I'm good. He's like, hey, all right, just let me know anyway. Yeah. I'm at this point where I'm like, yeah, it's like, bro, bro, like, what is going on? Like, you want to go to, uh, you know, Taco Bell, just kick it, and talk, talk some football, have some tacos, man, just mano a mano, just what's going on with you, bro? You know, yeah. it, it's at this point in the season. We got questions, man. We got a lot of questions, and there's a lot of Questions in the comments. Let, let me ask you guys something. Put you put you all on the spot. When was the last time you felt full confidence in Carson Wentz? Mm-hmm. Damn, it got quiet. I, 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 I would say the the Seahawks game. <laughs> I thought he was riding the high. I, I felt like, man, I had the best seats of my entire life. Fifty yard, like forty yard line, to watch him walk by in the start of the first quarter. I'm like. This is the worst day ever. Like playoffs, I think it's been downhill ever since then. I think he's been challenging himself internally, uh, and then they draft the quarterback. But you know, it's been a long time since we've seen, you know, like like he 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 had a, a great end of the season last year. But yeah, no, he he, he tied it together at the end of the season. But it was yeah. another another one of those situations where you know, if we had that all season long. I mean, I, I have to agree with you, man. It's 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 got to be that the end of the season last year. I mean, the Washington game was probably, in my opinion, one of his best games that he's played. I mean, mm-hmm. just from just from the leadership standpoint. Right. I mean, forget right. the stats, but just what he did from a leadership standpoint and basically willing that team, you know, to to get a win. I mean, so after that, I was feeling confident about going into the playoffs. I was loving where we were at going into the playoffs last year. I mean, I, I thought we could at least make a, a pretty deep run just yeah. based on what he was doing and the mm-hmm. way he was playing. I was like, man, you know, they always say you want to get hot during the, the during the postseason. It was the and right I felt time like, for sure. Yeah, I felt like he was the hottest quarterback coming into the postseason. And then it just clowny, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. The clowny train just uh, – now, now, Kathy makes a point. Uh, she says they're putting all their eggs in one basket, and Wentz is holding it. And I, I said it. I said to Evan, I said, "Yo, good if, line." I said, "Is if Ev, if, uh, if Wentz lays another egg, I'm gonna start. We're gonna have to call him a chicken because that's three eggs 
uh, he, he's laid in, in the last three games. I mean, uh, and I, mean, I don't even know if they're eggs at this point. I think they're probably like all broken up into a bowl, scrambled for breakfast. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we can't we, we can't keep a we can't keep a person on the on the field. So I mean, what what eggs do we have to cook with? I mean, uh, come on, Eric from Facebook. Regression is this is this the keyword that is going through the minds of all your heads and in, in the timeline? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, mean, it, I, I you can't watch his first three weeks and think that he's not regressing. I, I mean, that's the thing that angers me. It's just like like I've never seen someone regress so quick. Yeah, from the question some, is from, not from such a level to like where he's at now. Yeah, well, the question becomes: it, it's not you know is he regressing? Because we all know that he is. It's what is causing the regression? Yeah. What is it? I mean, that's that's what we have to look at. Is, is is it is it just him? Is it the fact of you know the coaching? Is it the fact of the injuries and then we don't have yeah. players and pieces around him? Is it a combination of you know all of it? I mean, that's where the coaching also catches blame. You know, like they're got Kareem from from uh, from YouTube who says we have too many injuries for us to be a good team right now. Now, do you just – you guys agree. Like, he, he talks about too many injuries uh, for us to be a good team. And that kind of relates to multiple players. But, like, if you put it on Wentz and say, if Wentz has a great three games or even a- average at best games, are, where do we sit? Are we 3-0? and Or – because you, you, you talk about the injuries, but, you know, that, that offensive line held up in the second game versus the Rams. No, no. This, this, this is how you answer that question. So, in the three games that we had, if you had Barnett the first two games, if you had Dillard these three games, you had Samal today, Brandon Books these three games, would our record still be 0-2-1? I say it wouldn't be 0-2-1. So, for me, the biggest thing, that biggest problem we have this year is injury. Now, injuries exactly. occur in football. Injuries occur in football. You have to have depth to overcome them, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't. It does for me. It doesn't take away. That's the major problem that we have. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a big factor. I mean, I mean, just coming out of the gate. I mean, you had every every press, you know, analysis and media person talking about the fact that once again, starting the season, the Eagles are are hit with the injury bug again. I mean, and we're just losing guys like Dominoes. I mean, so it's definitely a factor. I, 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 I totally agree with you, John. I don't know if if we would be sitting here at 0-2-1 with, you know, even the offensive pieces as far as our offensive line guys. I mean, just give me those guys, and I'll play with a, a Ward and a Barnett and, you know, a Hightower. Give me those give me those guys on the line and let Wentz have the time that he has, and I think we're, I think we're a better team. Now, Chris from Facebook, he says, "Do you think he lost the love for the game? He just don't, he just don't look into it anymore." Oh my God, Jesus! <laughs> is this where we're at, man? Oh my God! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's a stretch. That's a, that's a reach. That's a serious stretch. But yeah, but I, I mean, like some of these, some of these thoughts go through. I've seen this a couple times. I've heard yeah. like they're, they're like, blaming his kid. <laughs> like, yo, yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, fatherhood. <laughs> you, you know the uh, that that meme where uh, Dave Chappelle has all that money. He's like, oh. Yeah, that all that like, yo, you got all that money, man. You you you've absolutely made it. You've you cashed in. Regardless of whatever happens, the family is set. You got you got the ranch. You got your little hunting show. Everyone's set. The whole family's set. And it, he's been working his whole career to get to this moment. 
but I, I don't think uh, I maybe comfortable. Like when they are like, oh, Carson Wentz is thick, three C's, Carson. Then they're like, is it? Is he? Is he? Did, did he gain too much weight? He looked kind of slow. My, my brother's sitting. He's like, yo, he looks slow, dude. Like I don't remember him looking this slow. Like, well, they said he came in. He said he, they said he came into training camp fifteen pounds heavier. Yeah. I mean, Bar- it looks like Barrow could have beat him in a race. So yeah, you could tell that there was more preseason. They're all out of sync. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's the same thing I said last week about, you know, Doug was, Doug was making this comments, you know, about this is we're, we're, we're preseason. We're in preseason. You know, this is, this is preseason still. Ooh, and, you know, that, man. I, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't see how you're looking at it. Cause if this is preseason, guess what, Dougie, this would be game three and all hey, your Joe, starters would be playing the longest time. So get it together, man. I mean, Joe Burrow's a rookie. He didn't have yeah. no preseason. He looked, yeah. he looked like he, he was competent. His line was getting him killed. But he was still getting up and you he know, took a shot, man. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. That, I'll bring, he got I'll bring, laid I'll out by Malik Jackson. Yeah. I will bring that up. Uh, that was a uh, pretty intense, dude. The but like, game. but for him to bounce up from that and yeah, yeah I mean, you know what I mean. He he had a good no, game. No, today, they, they, brought in, they brought in the backup. <laughs> well, no, I'm yeah. I'm saying he came back into the game though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they showed him on the sideline, and he was he was saying, you know, he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. He got Ooh. cracked, man. What do you guys? And, and he about, jumped uh, up a little bit right before he threw that. What do you guys I'm, think I'm, about Rodney? What's that? The, one he the Rodney McLeod shot. What do you guys? Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't think I don't think it was a pi. I mean, that's that's that. I just or, or the no, hit. No, I mean, no. I, I, um, you talking no, about the hit? He with a headshot. Oh the yeah, headshot. absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, I look. I'm looking at this comment. I'm trying to make sense. But y'all ain't tough, bro. Burrow don't have kids at gym. His offseason is different at this point. <laughs> Stop, man. <laughs> they are trying to bring that boy family and yeah, his wife and his kids on, and stuff. Man. That's got nothing to do with anything. Tom yeah, Brady's I don't, got, I don't. Tom, Tom Brady's got a wife. He's got kids. Yeah, I mean. It ain't stopping him. Drew Brees got wife, kids. It ain't stopping him. I mean, come on, man. Phillip Rivers has been in the league for like 16 years. He got like 20 he, kids, man. I don't want to hear that. He, he can feel the whole too. team, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't Phil, that, man. How many kids does Phil Rivers have? I think yeah, 11. Like, like, yeah, 11 or something like that. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. And he trips. He takes them all by bus to every game. By bus. He does not fly on a team plane. He fly, He drives himself with his family and kids to every single game. I don't want to hear this crap about Wentz. He, he, drives, because he can remember all their names and the playbook. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> no come excuse. on, man. And, and, do, and do virtual schooling. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Stop this. Oh, oh. Now, we, uh, before we get out of here, I mean, yo, the comments are rolling in here. People, last week when we left, there's a lot of there's a lot of people in here. Well, I think we'll go for another 10, 10 minutes. Uh, but, you know, before we head out of here, I mean, go around the room. Uh, any, 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 fi- like, any, any final words, words, wisdom, Prime, uh, what, what do you got for us? You said me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I got to go to work tomorrow and deal with this bullshit. Um, 13 more weeks of this shit. Uh, so I don't, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm trying to stay positive. 
just take it one day at a time. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm never going to go ahead and quit on my team and go ahead and ride this thing out, but this is fucking horrible. <laughs> Yo, if you if you see, if you draw the dedication and the, the time and effort that Prime put in that room and just to watch his Eagles play this year, yeah. the, the high, the, the level of detail, I mean, we could have Prime helping Doug Peterson out with the game plan, uh, the level of detail he put into that. So I, I feel your pain, man. I know you, uh, you, Lee Green. It's an unfortunate that all us Eagle fans have to see what we're seeing on the field. Uh, Philly's finest. Uh, what, what's your first name again, by the way? Tim. 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 Uh, any uh, final thoughts for this? I mean, like he was saying, I mean, it's it's a, it's a tough week. I mean, we're we're all gonna you know go to bed tonight and wake up diehard Eagles fans on a Monday, but we're gonna be some pissed off people. I mean, and for me. I think that it goes to the whole entire team. You know, we, we can't, we are sitting here, we've been on this for an hour and a half and we can't even pinpoint one area. That's the problem. So it's the whole team. The whole team needs to get a room full of mirrors, stand in front of it, reach down, grab those things and, <laughs> and get, and get a check. I mean, and get it right. I don't understand. It's and like I said, I said it in pregame. It starts with Doug. He is the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. It starts with you, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing that it's preseason. I'm tired of hearing that you, your work on it. We got to fix it. We'll get it better. You were saying that two years ago, bro. Get it right. I, I just don't understand. You were able to do it with, with Nick Foles coming in here and making him look like, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I don't understand. What, you're telling me that Carson Wentz can't be better than what he's performing on the field right now? Come on. Yeah, difficult. Uh, John, look at John in deep thought over there. He's like, hmm. no, I feel sorry for one guy. You know, I, I, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for Jeff Stoutman. I, I really do. I think you know, look the way the guards played, and look how many run plays that were called. But I think I think the spotlight for me, the spotlight is on Howie right now, not like, like in the next few weeks. I think Marty – I have nothing personal, like nothing like legitimate against like Marty Morningweg, but Howie has to change shit. He has to take shit up. So I will let Marty Morningweg go. And I'll tell Doug, if you're not listening to Jeff Stoutman and running this ball, like you're in a hot – to me, that's where it is. That's where it is. And maybe, and maybe like secondarily, they need to find a head – for Carson. I mean, he he's like, he needs his boyfriends. He needs McCown or he needs uh, Foles. You know, you, you know, he he's like the, the spotlight's on him and he, he can't. He's not, a, he's not, a, he's not an independent person. He needs a boyfriend. That's true. I, I saw a comment with interesting. I think you might, you all might have a comment on this. Eddie says, why are we playing the blame game? We sound like Cowboys fans, always blaming someone when they lose and when they win or we are going to the Super Bowl. We have injuries all over the place. That is the big problem. One week of offense, one week defense. Aren't you blaming the game on injuries? Isn't it a whole next man, next man that's, up? That's a cop-out injury, man. Yeah, like, I mean, that's a cop-out excuse right now. Sounds like a they, they had an awful game. Yeah. What, what are you going to – what is what your injury complaint about last year when, when when Wentz was throwing the deck furniture? Where's that at? I knew, I knew that would throw the gas in the fire. It was like, huh, yeah, yeah. But for that, for, that, for that to make sense, you don't have to watch the game. You look at – you know, look up who's active and inactive in the, in the IR list. 
score the game. He said, I don't need to watch it. They go, you know, they lost. I know why they lost. We watched the game. We know why they lost. There are multiple reasons why they lost. I mean, there we could we could love to have a, a influx of healthy talent back. I mean, that that would definitely help. You know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't have to deal with comments like Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is a head case. Now, Ooh. let's not forget. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, Hey Evan, uh, what about you, man? What say you? You you have you're in deep thought. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I what I have to say isn't anything positive. Uh, it's it's pretty simple in the fact that I'm going to build off of Tim's point. I think that there's a lot of uh, identity issues in the locker room. I think a lot of people have to look at themselves in the mirror, but I think this fan base also has to take a look in the mirror and uh, come to grips with what we're actually dealing with. We're not a simple one step fix away from having a better football team. Um, We're staring down the barrel of a pretty rough season and uh, that is not a good feeling. So I think you guys should get used to this. You should get used to the goth, the goth heaven look for the rest of the season. Cause that's how I'm feeling. I'm I'm down in the dumps. I'm going to be listening to some, uh, some sad music, my goth hair. <laughs> about to drop a fucking emo album. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, dude, there's nothing positive to come from this. Uh, to come from this, there's nothing positive to say. We have a regressing quarterback. Our future is completely up in the air, and uh, that's where we stand right now. I want to. I want to see progress in the oh, right there, direction. There's, uh, there's there's positives, but the negatives outweigh the positives tremendously. So, yeah. like to th- to get. Yeah. Excited about the positives, so you're just kind of neglecting all of the negatives at this point. And the negatives are going to be straining for for a little bit. I mean, yeah. these aren't quick fixes. This isn't. This is the not like band aid stuff. You just bring a guy in and it's all good. I mean, these are things that we're even going to be looking at next year exactly. as issues. Like Jason Peters, like that, like our left tackle position with Andre Dillardell and Jason Peters being injured and old. That's not going to get better this year. Jordan Mailata isn't going to make that better this year. It's not going to make the situation easier for Wentz. You know, the one thing that I that I uh, think about often uh, the last couple of weeks is, you know, fan, fans do make a difference. And there's, I feel like when you, energy level is a huge thing. Uh, I know on third down, when you get in the stadium and people are rocking, hitting the seats and the people are going ape shit. And the, on a third down, I think the fans would have elevated a lot of this defensive play. I, th- I thought they, they brought some, some pass rush, but I think, Joe Burrow would have been a little more shook with the whole stadium rocking. It's a whole different environment. So I feel like maybe the maybe the Eagle fans um, would have made a difference in a couple of these wins. I think the energy level would have been different. I think uh, I, I do think we do as like fans have to realize that we've been dealing with this pandemic, right? So life for us is like been crazy. Life has been crazy for NFL players, and I've I've seen this 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 other thought on the timeline a lot, not just about our team, but about some of these NFL players don't really look like they're in, in into it as much as they were in the past. Cause it's, it, we are, we are all dealing with the pandemic at this moment. Like people are like, I oh, don't make an excuse, but pandemic's not an excuse for like people who have lost uh, family members. I know Brandon Graham's lost a lot, some, some family members, but you know, people have been dealing with a lot of stuff. I mean, Marcus Goodwin, Goodwin didn't, you know, opted out this year. And these are players who've been, playing football their whole life. So if, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I think for this team to right the ship, I think it starts with Doug. 
And uh, Tim, Tim mentioned it. I think Doug has got to stand there and look to his leaders in this locker room. He's got to look his players in the eyes. He has to look his coaches uh, and get their plan right. And he has to look at himself in the mirror and ask himself, what am I doing wrong? Um, but, you know, if I can leave anything, man, check in with peoples. Uh, obviously, we all appreciate you guys in the comments. Thank you, John and Tim, for joining us. Thank you guys hey, in the comments. Uh, we really enjoyed uh, this live stream and interaction with you guys. It's always it's always a blessing to have you guys come out and support us. Uh, but also check in on your friends and, and check in on their mentals. A lot of people are going through stuff that they just won't tell you, so you got to ask them. But as as always, man, it's uh, it's fly eagles fly, and we will catch you guys in the next one.